One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, it's Amy. I just wanted to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Leslie and I have a brief seven to eight minute conversation about. Uh, body image, weight eating disorders, gym phobia, diet culture. So if you're triggered by any of that, please fast forward the first eight or nine minutes and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And also be prepared, lots of salty language in this one. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screens. My name is Amy, and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi everyone, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy. And I'm Leslie. Hi Leslie. Hi Amy. Oh my god. Guys, we were just talking off air and I totally could not agree more with Leslie. This season is gonna be good. It's so good. I just can't wait for all this to like fall apart. Like I know we're supposed to root for them, (laughs) but they're just so, they're just setting themselves up with all this hopefulness. There's actually some people I'm rooting for. I am, but also at the same time, I just want the chaos. Mama needs to entertain herself. And let me tell you something, too. I have discovered that it's the the side characters that really bring this show into focus. The side commentary, like (laughs) Lajuan's brother. Yes, yes, yes. His sister-in-law. Oh, love them. Um, guys, we have two announcements today. Leslie doesn't even know. We have I announcements know, like, wait, today. Wait, wait, what's happening now? <laughs> we have a website. Yay! So I'm excited. so excited. I feel like grown-ups now, like our mm-hmm. little baby podcast has taken her first steps. Because, mm-hmm. of course, it's a she. It's a she, always. And um, so you can visit us at sixdegreesofrealitytv.com, and that's we spell out the six. Yes. So, and there, that will link you to anywhere you want to listen. It's just kind of a landing page, but we also have an email address. Oh, my God. You can, like, send us messages. You guys can send us stuff, and if we like them, we'll read them on the air. I will. Yeah. I'm just throwing that right out there. Leslie's like, oh, God, Here's the thing. I suffer from mental illness, (laughs) as we all do. (laughs) Um, If you're mean, if you have mean thoughts about me, I don't need to know about them. You know, what you think of me is none of my business. I screen the email, so if I see something terrible, I'll just delete it. Yeah, I'll be like, I don't need to know about that. Because I'm a a mom of two teenage daughters. I'm used to the abuse. Yeah. Just, you know, if if I see email about how awful we are, I'm just, you know, bounce right off me and I'll just delete it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, so just send love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah. Send love. Send so the I should give the email address. Yeah, you should. I? Although there is a button on the website, but it's info at sixdegreesreality.com. Sixdegreesofrealitytv.com. Yes. Um but I also want to say that somebody on Instagram, one of our listeners, 
told me, guess what? Single childless people do just go to the gym all day. I know. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, I need that kind of time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember those days like when I actually had a life that was kind of my own. And I'd mm. be like, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour. Yeah, I used to do that. Actually, I used to go to the gym before work. But now because I'm in school, it's like I just don't have the time. I can't go to the gym. And plus there's COVID. I don't want to be in the gym. I can't. I have gym trauma. Like when you're a fat person going to a gym, you get gym trauma. Oh, my God. Of course. Because then people because my fear because I used to full disclosure, I lost over 120 pounds um, about like I kept it off for like almost five years now. And I remember when I would go to the gym, like, at my heaviest weight, and I yep. felt like people were looking at me like, what is she doing there? Because everybody had, like, thin athletic bodies. And I'm yes. thinking, like, I'll never get to that <laughs> if you keep shaming me into not coming yes. here. Yes. So, yeah. It's kind of like the theory, and I spoke to this last week when I was like, oh, I don't understand this. And then I'm like, oh, they look that way because they go to the gym. Now yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing of... Boy, I wish I I was that thin and I could eat whatever I wanted. Yeah, it doesn't Um, work that way. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And you just don't, when you, like, I don't know about you, but I was really at my heaviest, like, in my early 20s. So I was Mm -hmm. pretty thin most of my um, childhood and adolescence. And then I started to put on weight in, like, later in high school. When you like have both perspectives like oh you were a thin person but you were also a fat person like it's so weird that the thoughts don't transcend each other and you just i don't know it's it's just a way of thinking it's a way of thinking thinking. and i've always struggled with my weight i've battled many eating disorders i've been in in another achievement about it i've written about it it's, it's a whole thing but yeah i've been both sides i've been the too visible in the sense that I was big, but also invisible because no one really wants to acknowledge your existence. And then being quote unquote hot now, you know, I've only been hot for like five years. It's it's exhausting. You're pretty hot, Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) It's exhausting. Uh, It's exhausting. I agree. I'm so hot. I'm exhausted from it. I'm exhausted from it. Um, guys, so my point is, I don't go to the gym. I don't know this life, but good on you if you're going to the gym and being healthy and whatever health looks like, whether it's yoga or just taking some, you know, self-care, whatever you got to do, we're in this together. Lots of self-care and lots of, for me, walking a lot because I'm, because I battled um, anorexia and um, my last bout was really, really bad. So my doctor's always a little cautious because I, I did kind of become an exercise bulimic where it was mm-hmm. like I was exercising so much, like over burning like 3,000 calories and then consuming 600. Mm. Like it was like yeah. awful. Yep. So I always have to be cautious about that because I do get addicted to things and yep. I've given up alcohol. So then I don't want to get addicted to the gym again. So mm-hmm. it's like just long walks and watching what I eat and just being accountable and treatment outpatient treatment and all that so yeah i love just walking my problem is i live in the country yeah and you can walk around your yard or something i can walk around i have we live on my in-laws property kind of and it's like 70 acres and we have a beautiful path that goes around a mountain da 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 and it's gorgeous but you can't walk it six months of the year because it's snow covered or it's a piece of mud yeah (laughs) 
Guys, mud season is a real thing in the country. I would never mud know. season. Oh, oh god, I live in a concrete jungle. <laughs> no, I live on a dirt road. All my roads are dirt roads. And when it's like spring, forget it. You can't go anywhere near it. It's awful. It's awful. All right. So speaking of um, mud season, (laughs) let's jump into it Yeah. with um, Michael and Jasmina. Now, I just want to say I've come around to these two. I've come around to Michael. Mm -hmm. But let's hear, Leslie, your recap of their... Oh, so we should Section. say what the title of the episode is. And oh, like... my God. Yes. <laughs> it's episode two. Nice day for a wicked wedding. Okay. And here's the thing. I subscribe oh, she's to gonna this. Go off I'm going to go <laughs> off with, with iTunes and Apple TV or whatever. Okay. Call them. Mm-hmm. I subscribe for the season pass and they had the, you know, the specials and they had last week's episode. They did not download freaking this week's episode until like this morning. So I ended up having hmm. to buy it from Amazon. Prime I had it yesterday. Because, yeah, I got it yesterday through Amazon Prime. No, because... I had it. I bought it on Amazon as well, and it was there yesterday. No, that's the thing. I had gotten it from iTunes. They didn't oh, have it until oh, this morning. Oh, oh. Okay. So okay. I canceled and I complained and oh, everything. Boy. <laughs> I turned into a Karen. I was like, I want to speak to the manager of iTunes. I want my money back. Get Jeff Bezos on the phone. Oh, no, is that? No, that's wrong guy. No, with Steve Jobs rolling around in his grave. How dare you confuse the two? Anyways. Oh, what did what did Trump call him? Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Oh. Aww. Get Tim, Tim Apple. Apple on the phone. Get Tim Apple on the phone. Anyways, this is an exciting week. I did get, I got it sorted, so now I'll be able to watch it on okay. time. Okay. Um, but I was still bitch about it. They don't return my money. It's like $25 for this whole season. I'm a student. I work for the city. I, I'm not yep. rich. Yep. And I will say real quick, just a real quick note before we jump into Michael and Jasmina. I've been watching that after party disaster mm-hmm. at Rudy Huxtable. Nope. It's trash. Really? Yes. It's oh. so stupid. Okay. I don't I never that. thought I... Lord help me! I never thought I would say these words. Jamie Leotis was better. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what you get. God heard mm-hmm, you complain, mm-hmm, and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to teach you." Mm-hmm. And yep. She got. Yep. Yeah. All right. I got bitch slapped. Into this. <laughs> okay. So this taking a timestamp. I'm going to timestamp it. Taking a timestamp. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So this week, my couples get hit. It's so exciting, and we start off with. Jasmina and Michael, and I know Jasmina was wearing makeup and opening like self cam bed scene because her face is like beat to the high heavens, and I love for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, like in my heart, I wish I was a drag queen. Like I just want to wear face makeup. <laughs> so she looks freaking gorgeous. That you know, teenage Leslie would have hated her. I would have mm. never been her friend. Like that's how really? gorgeous she is. Yes, because okay. I was always the quote unquote ugly friend because I was just really dorky and awkward my weight fluctuated and so like all my friends were like better looking than me but not so pretty that they wouldn't be my friend so you know what I mean see I feel like you would have been the friend who had like like right now you're my friend who like knows all the good music and all the trends (laughs) like I know none of this shit I'm in like a cave over here of motherhood I know nothing being an awkward dorky you know, like a quote-unquote ugly teen cultivated this fabulous personality. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> you're so welcome. 
<laughs> now I only have good looking friends. So if you're my friend, you're gorgeous. So there okay. you go, Amy. You're okay. gorgeous. All right. I got no makeup on, a ratty t shirt. I'm in. <laughs> so Michael is ready to get on that roller coaster. That's what he says. So back, um, with Jasmina Sweet, we get the typical super jazz bridal party, team bride jumping on the bed. Reminding her she's getting married today, so she's visibly nervous and tells producers she just had the worst luck with relationships. She's ready for someone who is done playing games. She wants to be a role model for her younger sisters and show them a successful marriage, something that she didn't have. Then we go to Michael's room. The guys show show up and he tells producers that soon a stranger is going to call him husband and he will call her wife. You know, the typical, like, married at first sight things. How are you feeling about his beard? You know, I wasn't <laughs> crazy about it. Uh-uh. But I'm kind of, because of his personality, I'm kind of, like, okay with it. Yeah, it's growing on me, no mm-hmm. pun intended. Yeah. But I didn't love it. I feel like it's too much. It's too much. And I yeah. was hoping in that little scene when he was getting like his little shape up. That they, that they like, would groom it, it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not really. No. But, you know, his personality is winning me over. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So his friends ask him if he's ready. And he says, I have no choice now. I'm turning back. You know, the perfect thing you want when you're going into a marriage. <laughs> the perfect attitude. Um <laughs> But he's willing to take that risk to get family and companionship that he's always wanted. So, so far, so good. His barber was able to make it. So he got his fresh cut. So he's optimistic. So we get more of his backstory. And so at 13, he lost his father to prostate cancer. And at Mm -hmm. 20, his mom to breast cancer. I'm like, holy crap. And he wants to continue his family name. He's the baby. His family is super important to him. He's ready to be vulnerable. So we get like the little Dr. Pepper telling us that they match Jasmina and Michael because they are both compassionate people who strive for a long, successful marriage, despite growing up with example without that example in their homes. You know, mm-hmm. Michael didn't have it because his parents died. And also I think they had been divorced and she didn't, you know, also yeah. had her parents got divorced. So now it's time to get dressed, and Jasmina is getting her hair curled. She's so fucking beautiful. Like I want to She's stunning, and, and she's tall, right? I did not realize that she was so tall. She's and tall. Thin, and then she got a nice booty. Like, she's just yep. ugh, black Her Barbie. skin is like porcelain, like black smooth. Barbie. He yep. calls her that. That's yeah. what she is. So her friend asks her if she's ready to say I do, and what she... Um, expects from her new husband and Jasmina says she wants someone who tries to always keep her happy because she's going to do the same. She's ready for someone serious about marriage, no games, who behaves like an adult. And she says that in the past, she's been the girl men had to go through to get it right in their next relationship. And I immediately said, damn girl, same. I've been that girl. (laughs) The transitional girl. Yep, yep. The cleanup <laughs> and that crew. Comes mm-hmm. With no consolation prize because yep. you prep them up and then they come back. They have the audacity. Some of these jokers come back and be like, you know, I'm so glad that I have met you because without you, I wouldn't have realized that I needed to step up my game. And oh now my I'm God. with the love of my life. And I'm like, fuck you and die. Oh. Like, that's been my response to like two guys wow. who told me that. Yeah. Wow. So, anyways. Back in Michael's room, his sisters bust in. They all look stunning. Like, his family is beautiful. He just comes from a very good-looking family. Good-looking family, and they're all toasting. They're really happy. 
they're gonna hand off their baby brother off, which could be interpreted two ways. They love him. <laughs> We're getting rid see of him. him. Happy or yes, we yes. want to get rid of him. Yes. <laughs> yep. So one of his brothers on his part, I was like, oh god, don't cry, don't cry. Puts on a breast cancer awareness pink ribbon mm-hmm. on him mm-hmm. to symbolize his mother's presence. So I was crying. So I was she's crying. with them, and I was like, oh my god. So the whole I, room I cry crying. over everything. Like everything. I well up. First of all, I well up over any wedding. Do you? Yeah. Usually, yeah. Yes. So anytime I'm watching these weddings, I'm getting emotional and crying. And I'm just like, why? I don't know these people. I know. <laughs> I know. The whole thing, like the cancer thing, because there's a lot of cancer in my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've lost loved one, two breast mm-hmm, cancer. Sure. I'm an aunt. I lost my, grandf- my great grandfather's with prostate cancer. My grandfather survived prostate cancer so it's like a whole thing so i Mm -hmm. totally get that so you related so the whole room is crying and um it's very sweet no meltdown but then jasmina (laughs) (laughs) has a meltdown she's wearing her wedding gown her makeup is on she looks stunning and she is so nervous she is nauseous yeah and she is terrified that she's gonna puke at any moment do you watch um, the Sex and the City reboot and just like that? Yes, I do. Did Even you see though this we talked episode? about this, it's cringy, but I keep coming back. I keep coming back for that because I'm yes. a glutton for punishment. I but saw it last. Saw yeah, I saw this it last week, night. and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to see any more puke. Mm-hmm. No spoilers, they, guys. <laughs> they showed the puke. It's disgusting and sexy. And it was you know, one of those chain like reaction pukes. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. This episode's like going to need 85 trigger warnings. Trigger warnings for everything. I'm so sorry, you guys. But yeah, the, I was so nervous when she was like, I'm going to throw up, like, for real. And then the camera's, like, on her. And I'm just like, oh, please, please move the camera away Please from don't. Her. Please, please don't. don't show this. Mm-hmm. She looks gorgeous. She's wearing an expensive dress. Nobody so... cries or pukes alone in my presence. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts spiraling. She gets upset and she's like, I don't know anything about this person. I don't know his name. And I'm like, do you not know what the name of the show is? <laughs> but her mother walks in and she starts sobbing. That's when it's like tears. Yes. Cut to Michael busting out his room to the garden where the wedding is he's looking like he's entering a rap video slow motion huge smell he's feeling himself back to jasmina her bridal party and mom are trying to calm her down she's (laughs) telling cameras that it hadn't hit her until that moment that she was gonna get married to a complete stranger and producers have to tell her it's time to go yeah Guys, I wish you could see Leslie recapping this. She's practically (laughs) dancing with the hands going. So much, I'm so excited. I'm Dominican and I talk with my hands, so I'm just so do I. So do I. (laughs) So she fears they won't get along and be on the same page. But one final pep talk from her mom, and she's off. She's She's still shaky and on the verge of tears, but she shakes it off and then smiles. And Michael is taken away by her beauty. He says, Oh my God. Wow. He is like. It was so cute. He was like, Wow. Both of the men were like that this oh, week. Oh God. Yeah. Listen. And then Jasmina breaks the ice with a joke. She's like, You come here often? <laughs> <laughs> she turned it around. She's I funny. I loved it. She's, She's so funny. funny. Mm-hmm. So Jasmina's family wants Michael to know that she loves children. She can't wait to start her own family. And be the best mother. 
Jasmina mm-hmm. loves to travel so much, so make sure that you have a passport and don't be surprised if you take a trip to South Korea so she can experience the boy band. And Michael says, BTS. <laughs> Jasmina is pleasantly surprised and she's like, stop playing, stop playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's super excited that he knows about BTS, but who doesn't at this you know point? What? Um, um, I don't. I mean, I've heard of them, <laughs> and I hear people collaborating with them. And I love how I am just the lamest, most basic white person you well, can ever encounter. I work in radio, so I should know who these people are. I love how Jasmina, and we see a little bit of this later, but I won't, I won't jump too far ahead. But mm-hmm. how she's a secret nerd. She is I love such it. A nerd, and yes, I love it so much. I'm I love like, it. Oh my god, I found my people, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're too pretty to be my friend. <laughs> I would pretty. stab you in your sleep. I would stab you in your sleep, bitch. No, I love her. I would totally be her friend. She seems yep. so cool. Yep. Um, but her friends warned that Jasmina can turn into a firecracker. Yes. And if and when that happens, just call her Beyonce and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So Michael's- now I do know who Beyonce is. Okay. Well, okay. well Queen B. I mean, the B half <laughs> will come for you if you do not know who she is. You I know out. who she is, and I love her. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, Amy can survive. Thank you. <laughs> I'm living to see another day. Yes. So Michael's friends and family would like her to know that as the baby boy of a Haitian family, Michael is definitely spoiled by his sisters. So Michael loves kids and can't wait to be a father. Michael has lived by himself for a long time, so he might just be a little messy. But just mm-hmm. be patient with him, because he's a fast learner. Michael mm-hmm. always means well, and he will always show up for you. So He's a sweetheart. He's so sweet. They exchange vows, and Jasmina says, Mike, I knew from the first time I saw you, you were the one. <laughs> Everyone just laughs. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is good. This is going to be good. Yeah. So she continues. Before we say I do, I just want to be honest and let you know the things that I can't promise in our marriage. And at first I was like, oh no, oh God, what's going to (laughs) happen? And she goes, I can't promise I won't eat food off your plate after I told you I didn't want any. Mm -hmm. I can't promise that I won't hog the covers or take up all the space in the bed. I I can't promise that I would unsqueeze, that I would squeeze the the toothpaste from the bottom up. But here are things that I can promise. And I will promise you today, I promise to always make you feel wanted and valued, but most importantly, heard. Cut to his sister dabbing her eyes. She's like, oh my God, so beautiful. And lastly, I promise to remember that you're human, just like me, and that we're in this together today, tomorrow, and for the rest of our lives. She then does yep. a, drip mo- <laughs> a drop, a mic drop. I can't even speak. She then does the mic drop, crumbles her vows, and yep, drops that her was like pretty a good. Yep, and everybody that just was pretty laughs. Good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mike was like, "I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's Michael's turn. Like it, that's hard to top. But that's hard says, to top. He says, "Since I was a young kid, I always knew I wanted to be married." Jasmina, we are about to embark on this very unique journey that no one else will ever understand. We're going to have battles only you and I are going to be able to overcome together. So today, I promise to be vulnerable, humble, to humble myself, to allow you to learn all aspects of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I hope you can accept them. Because I vow to accept all aspects of you. I promise to respect you always, especially in the midst of turmoil or hardship. I don't believe life has many coincidences. 
We are here today in front of all our friends and family for a reason. So I vow to do whatever in my power to find out what that reason is. So I feel like we're married now, Leslie. I think we are. <laughs> you just said your vows to me. I said your <laughs> vows. So they exchange rings and they sweep and jump over a broom. So this is, for people who aren't familiar with this, this is an old slave tradition that mm-hmm. married couples would do um, in the days of slavery. When they got married, they would sweep. It's like a clean start to their lives and they jump over the broom. Well, because they, they weren't allowed future. to get married. They weren't, they weren't allowed, allowed to have to records. Yeah. So they jumped to their future. I thought it was great was that they did. Cute. It was really cute. And it was, like, nice how, you know, they, like, kind of slowed it down when they, like, jumped over it. It was, like, very think, cinematic. I think Woody and Imani did it, too. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure from their season. So we've seen it done before. I, I think mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, I think it was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so Michael tells Jasmina to strut down the aisle. He's pumped. He's, he is he's pumping his boy. Ready right. to hump her leg right there. <laughs> he's just <laughs> pumped. <laughs> so... After the ceremony, producers check in with Jasmina, and she says she's good. She's Gucci. She was mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. too in her head before the ceremony, but yep. now that she met Michael, she's at ease. Yep. And Michael calls her Black Barbie, drops that beautiful. Could mm-hmm. not agree more. Mm-hmm. They have their little alone moment and have a drink of champagne and toast to new beginnings. So Michael tells her he was trying to guess her name, that he thought it was Melissa. And has shortened it to Mimi. And since her name is Jasmina, he was kind of right. And Jasmina says, nah, you was wrong. It's awkward. It's a little awkward between them. But, like, how could it not be? They just married. You just got married. (laughs) They just met. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they laugh. And they talk about sleeping schedules. And then Jasmina likes to watch TV in bed till the morning. Mm -hmm. But her body still automatically wakes up at 6 a.m. Even though she falls asleep at 2 a.m. Like This is, I don't know. First of all. I don't know how you lie in bed and watch TV longer than 10 minutes and you're passed out. I usually That's fall my asleep. problem. My thing is usually I start falling asleep and then I wake up, fall asleep, wake up, mm-hmm, wake up. Like, mm-hmm. So usually like I'll start watching The Office or something. Mm-hmm. And then it'll get to that point where the, your TV is like, are you still up? And that's, that's when I would wake up and be like, whoa, yeah, I am. And that, then I press continue and then. That that's interesting that you throw a sitcom on. I do too. Yeah, I have to. I, I, I've. I did um, The Office forever, but now I'm doing Parks and Rec because my husband's never seen it. Oh, okay. So we're doing Parks and Rec. Take a and... shot, guys. She mentioned her husband. <laughs> Ron Swanson's the greatest character ever. I love him so much. Yeah. Um. So, But I do that too. Like, I just need something light, something mm-hmm. funny. I can't, you know, I was watching like Goliath and shit before I was falling asleep and I was having weird dreams. I rotate because when I first started doing that, when I first lived on my own, moved out of my parents' house, lived on my own, I had the friends box set DVDs. So I would put in Mm. DVDs. What sucked with that was that at some point a DVD ends and then you got to get up and switch it to the other one. So streaming has been a blessing. Kids these days don't know the struggle. They don't know the struggle. And before Mm -mm. that it was VHS. It was even harder. Yeah, they don't know the struggle. Because you had to, like, wait to rewind and then play it again. At least with a DVD, you could just press play again. I was telling my kids about how we used to have suitcases full of cassettes. Remember the suitcase? Yep. It was, like, a cassette case. I have those for CDs still, like the binders. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And now what I did, I put those binders, I put um, DVDs in them and Blu-rays. Because I'm trying to, like, consolidate space. Okay. All right. Because... 
people laugh at me and I've gotten shit for this. They're like, oh, where do you still get DVDs? But when I've gone out, when the internet goes out, I've popped oh, no, in the office go. or friends and here I'm we still go. Gucci. Okay. 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 (laughs) Enough of that. Anyways, back to our couple. (laughs) So they're still talking about like, and he's like, I don't really watch TV. Oh, he's one of those people. One of those people goes to bed at eight o'clock, doesn't watch TV. What's wrong? I only read Tolstoy before I go to bed for entertainment. Before bed, I would pass out. (laughs) I know. What are you doing? Can I ask you an honest question? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Oh, oh, maybe he's at the gym all the time. Maybe he's at the gym all the time. Okay. All if right. he's working out, like, seriously, if he wakes up early to work out, by the time he gets home after work and everything, he's exhausted. So he maybe, will fall asleep. Maybe he throws on our podcast and then maybe goes to he bed. Will. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> so he's married. I need to stop. But anyway, she's like, you don't even go to movies. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. You don't like Marvel? Like, that was like the moment. Was so great. When my heart... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's a nerd. I yep. love it so much. Yep. And he goes, is that the end of our marriage? And they both laugh. <laughs> so now we're at the reception. Everyone is cheering and they're being loud. And one of Michael's brothers is super happy for them because Jasmina just came out swinging, as he says. Yep. And he knows that that's the one for him. And God, how soon do we think the brother will have to eat those words? I cannot wait to see how this turns out. Was this, it was either this wedding or Elijah one. Was this the drunk brother who was like all over them and then making the speech at the wrong inappropriate time? I think, I don't even remember. It was like okay. a blur to me. Probably the, the last couple. Um, okay. So yeah, so the wedding photos are gorgeous. They photograph well. There's playfulness to them. It's sweet. And Michael is already feeling physical chemistry. Like he's talking about it. Jasmina is not there Oh, they're going to bang. They're going to bang. There's a little spark. It's not like boom, but there's something there because they're still getting to know each other. But she's yep. hopefully wants to see where it goes. She's hopeful, you know? So that was their wedding. They're so cute together. I really do like them. He looks so good in that Navy suit. Mm-hmm. Good pick, dude. They look nice. Yeah. They I look like good. Them. All right, now we're moving on to Mock the Shock uh, and Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh, my God. There were times when I was cringing the things that she would say in the middle of photos. <laughs> Guys, you cannot tell me she does not look like Jodie Foster. She Go to our Instagram. Her. See the picture I put up. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mark, Mark the Shock. Oh, God. First of all, I want to say something. Yeah. Two things. Number one. I'm going to eat these words. I know I am. Save this part of the podcast. I'm kind of liking Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark? He's a decent human being. She's the one that seems to be the wild card. Second, he was telling a story on that terrible Rudy Huxtable show (laughs) where he got the nickname because he would always... (laughs) It's so ridiculous even repeating this. He was... He got it when he was a teenager. He claims other people gave it to him because he was in the water macking on all the women. Um, I have three questions. (laughs) Who are these friends? What body of water is this? And were you harassing them or macking on them? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay, so anyway. So they're married and we pick up with them at their wedding photos and they're outside and they're on the haba and it looks beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lin- they talk about applying for the show before. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I applied before and blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay's like, 
I applied for the show on Valentine's Day. I was dating an older man at the time who was kind of a jerk. And I just hit a wall. Like, I'm done with the wrong people. Now, she's telling the camera that she feels great about Mark. She's really into him. She She said he seems very genuine, very kind. And I I wrote, we know, Lindsay, we hate it, but we know he is (laughs) genuine and kind. Yeah. So she says she's concerned about the whole five cat situation. She doesn't know how she feels about it. But the good news is, Leslie, his cats are close to death. When she said that, I wanted to punch her through the screen. Now, I will say I know people like this who kind of say things for shock value. Yeah. And I know that it's born of insecurity. Like, this girl is hurt. She's hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it's she's got this whole tough exterior persona that she puts on. It's not real. We see her when her guard is down and she's great. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so Mark tells the camera, my wife is the wild child. Yeah. Then he says, very reminiscent of uh, Jose from last season (laughs) with his idioms that he would always fuck up. Uh, She likes to have fun like the sun shines in the sky. What? So it's during the day? He says he's okay, and this is cute. He says it's a, he's okay with it, though, because she'll get him out of his routine, and he'll probably live more of his life because of her. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! I like this guy. Okay. Yeah. So the photographer tells the bridal party to woo-hoo, and I'm like, you don't need to tell Lindsay to woo-hoo. Yeah. She's a woo-hoo girl. She is. You don't need to tell her. Okay. Jodie Foster introduces Mark to her dad, Bo Bridges. <laughs> And Mark tells the camera, like, look, I'm hoping for the best. The The interaction with the dad was a little weird. Mm-hmm. The dad was like, do you go gator hunting? And he got real country all of a sudden. And Mark was like, uh, I don't know. I just live on the haba. Like, I don't know about the shocks. <laughs> so uh, Lindsay asks if his mom is in the blue. So there's somebody there in the blue. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, is that your mom in the blue? And he's like, no, that's my landlord. Now, Leslie. <laughs> You've rented, I'm sure. Yes. I've rented. Mm-hmm. Can't think of one landlord I would invite to my wedding. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It is a business relationship. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's like, she's like my mom, though. And Lindsay is kind of like, she actually handles this really well. She's like, oh, so no mom? And he says no. And she goes, is it a tough situation? And he says yes. And mm-hmm. she doesn't press him. She just goes, same. Yeah. So she she's human sometimes. Yeah. So then Jodie Foster asks Mark if his dad is here. And he tells her his dad passed away two years ago. And again, she says, I'm really sorry for your loss, but I'm sure he's here in spirit. Which yeah. is a great thing to say, thinking on your feet. Yeah. Right? Okay. Lindsay tells the camera she hasn't discussed her mother with him, but she loves that he's so awesome that people are willing to step in as his surrogate. Yeah. And she really likes that about him. And that's what she wants. And that's what she needs. And again, continuing my ongoing theme from last episode, be this person. <laughs> this is who you should be, Lindsay. No, she needs okay. to be obnoxious. Oh, God. So now we're at the reception and the venue is stunning. And Jodie Foster tells the camera that... Mark is sexy and confident, and she has no complaints. And then they start, they're dancing, 
and they're talking about their grandparents and she says she wants to live to be 100 and he's like i do too then she says and this is a good gen x reference i don't know how old this girl is she's not a gen xer but he's she's like they'll put us on the smucker's jar if we make it to 100 yeah r.i.p willard Willard scott r.i.p oh yeah so they both hate country music and then Jodie Foster, of course, noticing like she's on camera in public, has to put that persona back up. She says, I love cats, but we have to talk. That's a lot of pussy in one house. <sighs> okay. You know what I'm guessing? Like, she is the actual one with the different side to her, like the Isaac, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know what happened. It, we, we all know it's a persona. It totally is. This, mm-hmm. this is and it's, Leslie. And it's, and That's and how it's, obnoxious I was. <laughs> and it's born of pain. Yep. Yep. All right. Um. Now we're moving on to La Joan and Katina. Who? I uh, here's my note on them. Ready? Yeah. Katina and La Joan. They are both so hot. They're going to have amazing sex. <laughs> <laughs> just tell and let me tell you something on the rudy huxtable show after she was asking them she was asking katina katina was there mm-hmm. how attracted are you at your to your husband at this point like in this episode she's like oh a hundred percent i would have never guessed this because of, i have some notes. yes okay. yes okay go ahead take us through it so for katina it is five days before the wedding when we meet up with her she is picking out her wedding dress. She wants her groom to think, damn, she looks good when she walks down the aisle. She's the hottest woman on the show. Exactly. So I think she's hotter than Jasmine, and I don't know how that happened. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so she's tired of being the only one without a child, I guess, in her friend group. And guys yeah. telling her they're looking for something serious and want someone who can make and stick to the commitment. So... Mm-hmm. We go to Olajuwon, and he's getting fitted for his tux. And he's feeling nervous, but he's there. He's ready to take the big step forward. The past <laughs> is the past. His brother, Sean, who's the MVP of this episode, <laughs> reminds him, so you think this means no more Isaac? Yeah. You know, Isaac is super horny alter ego who broke <laughs> women's hearts on the rag. I really think that... Um, I almost said Isaac, Elijah or O, as yeah, Mark the uh, Shark calls him, he just needs constant validation, right? Like he's even in the looking in the mirror, like, oh, don't I look hot? Like he needs and constant he even, validation. We'll later see him ask her, like, don't you think I look good? Yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yep. So we already saw a little bit of Isaac at the bachelor party not too long ago. <laughs> when he was motorboat in the strip. <laughs> exactly. So Sean oh. is like that's going to be a hard thing to shake. And Olajuwon is saying that's the old him and 100% confident to put his selfish ways behind him. And his sister-in-law is like, I hope she's ready for you because you're not. And he chimes in, I know I'm not easy to get along with. So Great. this is setting the stage for future disaster and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to be quite the handful. Yeah, but his yes. sister-in-law does say that he's teamable. So, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. experts think that they're a good match despite her wanting commitment and him being a player in recovery. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So all the dresses Katina tries on look gorgeous on her. 
Shout out to producer, um, producer Coco, who just started screeching. <laughs> she hears Katina, and she's getting she all worked Katina. up. She's all like, woohoo. <laughs> so she looks gorgeous because she has a banging body and gorgeous face. And so she's worried about her ovaries and eggs getting dusty because she's 30. And heaven forbid if you're oh, in your 30s. And are you kidding? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Are you kidding me? She's 30? That's what she said. Wow. She's 30. Okay. And- all right. You know, as I remember weeks Leslie... away from being 37 and is happily childless, I like to say, God bless, but no thanks. I remember being 27 mm-hmm. when I got divorced and literally crying face down on my bed, screaming, crying, telling my sister, I'm never going to meet anyone. And now I'm too old to have children. 27. <laughs> <laughs> I got divorced at 29. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. I met... My husband married him and had our twins within a year. Not of a year of 27, but like within a time span of one year. That all happened. So like, guys, calm down with the biological clock. You got time, Katina. She doesn't want to be all dusty. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. She's got time and I'm sure she has lots of volunteers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Listen, anyone would like happily donate to her. <laughs> now we're picking out sperm donors. Yeah, sperm donors. She could have her pick of the litter. I'm sure Leonardo DiCaprio would willingly inseminate her. Just go to the gym. There will the be gym. somebody there. You'll meet someone. <laughs> and if all fails, write to a felon and end up a There you go. There you go. On our second favorite show, Love After Lockup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so back to our boy, Olajuwon. His friends are like, we are sure this is going to work out. Are we sure? Because he's picky and has high expectations. Again, more beautiful foreshadowing. Cause yeah, he they're expects, like, this is a disaster. <laughs> he expects his wife to cook for him breakfast before he goes to work. Okay. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like. I mean, that'd be nice, too. Say. But that's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. Every that's day. Not reality. No. Like on a weekend, maybe on an off day on your birthday or something, sure. anniversary. Sure. But come mm-hmm. on. Who's going to do that every effing day? Nobody. So he comes out showing off different tuxedos and he wants his wife to yell, he looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and that he's going to take her breath away because he almost took his own. My God. I was just like, oh, Lord, here we go. That's Isaac talking He's right like there. one of those, this is going to be real graphic, guys. He's <laughs> one of those teenagers 
that probably spent way too much time trying to suck his own dick. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure if guys could bend that way, they would. <laughs> Even straight dudes would attest to this. We all know the guys who've tried to do this. He's one of them. <laughs> Kevin Smith famously said mm-hmm. on one of his podcasts that he tried when there he was go. thinner. Well, now he's thin again, go. so who knows if he's successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Katina. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's it. We've, we've reached bottom. <laughs> we reached the bottom. If Mary Payne Gilbert is listening to us from Big Shade, she is clutching her pearls and saying a little prayer for us. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Guys, send us your prayers. Send us your prayers. All right, so back to Katina. She finally finds her dress, and we're off to the races. So then he finds his white tux, and they ask him if he has doubts. And he's like, there's oh, just There's I'm just committed. a lot of, like, his. there's a lot of, like, oh, my God, are you sure you want yeah, to do like, this? Yeah, they're like, are you sure you're about this? Do you not know who you are? Right. <laughs> and then we see his face change, and his whole life flashes before his eyes. So I could just imagine, like, a bunch of booties shaking in his face, people dropping it like it's hot, dollars thinking of that stripper, hands. that motorboat. You motor know what the producer should have done? They should have replayed the clip of him motorboating, but like in slow motion with like sad music over it. Sad music and just a little tear escaping his face. Uh, so on to the wedding day. The bridal party is with Katina and they are more cautious than she is because she's very hopeful. And they're like, we just hope you're making the right decision. So this is complete opposite from Jasmina where she's like a hot mess and everybody's like, you can do this. Katina's like, I am ready. And her friends are like, girl, are you sure about this? Yep. So back with the boys, they are popping the champagne and he's talking about leaving Isaac in the past. (laughs) Cut to producers trolling him, showing pictures of him standing shirtless and at a strip club smiling with a giant ass near his face. Like this ass is, my God. I love it. I love it. black booty just... In all its glory. And we need some like Whitney smiling. Houston. I will always love you over that. You know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then back with the girls. Because Tina wants her husband to see her and think she's beautiful. I'm like, girl, we all do. Yeah, we he all will. do. Mm-hmm. If, I'm sure the priest will hook up with you, dude. Don't exactly. worry about it. She's a bombshell. Yeah. So cut back to the fellas. And Sean, again, the brother, is like... I don't know if he's going to be happy. He's looking for this quote-unquote soulmate. (laughs) (laughs) So we keep cutting back and forth. Like, this is, like, masterful editing. Producers. Yep. yep. Hats off to the editors and producers. So we keep cutting back and forth between the bride and the groom, and then Katina's mom is saying she's concerned the guy's going to fall hard over heels for her, and she's not going to be feeling him. Yeah. So she hopes that she realizes there's no such thing as a perfect person and gets to, you know, like the person yeah. for their personality, who they are, blah, yep. blah, blah. Well, you know, all the boring stuff. I like looks first. I mean, everybody's, come on. We go for looks first. Then we figure out if they're a jerk or not. Exactly. And then when we go back to the boys, Olajuwon is sobbing. <laughs> he has a breakdown. So much so that they have to close the door and you just hear sobs from the other rooms. Like, oh, yeah. I felt like it was like, like I was watching Nady's movie at somebody on Coke. Like he was just all over the place. (laughs) It was 
like, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah. Although I will say that I tend to do this kind of stuff, like just yeah. burst out in tears for no reason when something's emotional. So I get yeah. it. No, but then his friend is like, dude, it's okay. You're human. I'd be nervous too. You're scared. Yes. You're yes. anxious. Like, it'd be weird if you weren't nervous. So, but we got you. We got you. And, like, reassuring him. Like, things are going to mm-hmm. be okay. You're not going to die. Mm-hmm. So then Katina is all smiles. She's excited. He's sobbing. Like, someone kidnapped his puppy and he can't come up with a <laughs> ransom. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so this is another outdoor wedding. And he is now saying he's ready. So he's composed himself. His eyes are all puffy from crying. Are they on the harbor? <laughs> I don't know where they are. Is Mark like the shock there? Garden. It's nice. He's tired of the ass and he walks down the aisle and cuts to Katina saying, I hope this isn't a mistake. I hope this isn't a mistake. And she's like hyperventilating. <laughs> but then she walks down the aisle and he takes one look at her. Oh goes, my God. Wow. He You're wants beautiful. to hump her leg. I'm telling you. I think they did it in the bathroom after the wedding. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, You're beautiful. And she says, this is kind of awkward. And he kind—he just cannot stop complimenting her. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love you tattoos. Because she has like a full sleeve and one arm. Yep. And like few women that are that pretty could pull that off. But she can. She pulls it off. Yep. She pulls it off. And it's like, he's just like drooling. He's, he is in shock over her. And let me, let me, Katina, if you're listening, uh, eight months ago. <laughs> give you some advice (laughs) when he's like what do you think of me yeah and she kind of begrudgingly says you know yeah yeah, yeah." she needs to keep that up because Elijah the type of person that women just fall all over him Mm -hmm. and she needs to not give it away that easily and he'll be exactly yep yeah because he then tells her like oh i'm full of tattoos and he's like oh i just can't stop looking so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But because she doesn't say it, as you said, he's like, mm-hmm. you don't like what you see? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he needs that. And if he she needs it. If she is judicial about how she hands that out, mm-hmm. she'll keep him interested. Oh my God, I sound like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing games. Okay. I was raised on a steady diet of soap operas. I just want to say, okay, yeah. to my defense. All right. Yeah, I grew up on telenovelas, which is even more. There you dramatic. go. There you go. Scandalo. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so we know how to play the game here. We know how to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I was on Tinder. I know how the game's played. Uh, I don't know how that game's played. It's disgusting. It's awful. <laughs> Thank God I'm off that thing. So anyway, so his family wants her to know they call him Tootie. And I was like, does he fart a lot? What's going on? Oh, I thought Tootie from Facts Alive. Oh, okay. I was like. <laughs> Does he fart too? <laughs> okay, so he's a ball of energy and hopes she comes with a lot of patience and that he absolutely loves his family. And she mm-hmm. didn't just gain a husband, she gained a family and hopes she's ready for the family gathering. So mm-hmm. he loves home cooked meals and then it's like, <laughs> so they <laughs> record scratch. She, yeah. They hope she's not a stranger to the kitchen mm-hmm. and that she better be a quick learner if she's not. So she makes a face because clearly those gorgeous hands have not been anywhere near pot and pan. No. But he is so smitten. He says, we'll get it together. We'll get it together. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We'll get Domino's. (laughs) And another thing is that they say it's like not to judge him until she understands him. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That's Mm kind of like 
Listen, he's going to seem like an asshole, but just get, just to, get know to know him a little him. better. Yeah, yes. you'll come around to love yep, him. Yep. Like, we, we all do, eventually. Look, it's like when you're watching a show and your friend's like, hang until episode three. Yeah. It'll be fine. You'll get Yeah, it's that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> so Katina's family and friends want him to know that she's a social butterfly with a heart of gold. And that she's been saying she's getting married for the past five years. And that they're happy it's finally happening. It's a little so. disturbing to just anyone? Or? Yeah, it's just, I just, I'm getting married today. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like Charlotte in Sex and the City season yes. 10. She's like, I'm getting married this year. Woo-hoo! And yep. she does. Yep. And we see how that turned out. Yeah. Anyways. So she enjoys going out as much as she likes staying in with her family and friends. Behind that pretty face is an opinionated woman. But she's working on that. And again, he's so smitten. He's like, you don't need to. You don't need to. You could shit all over me. In fact, yeah, I, I was that. like, do you want to murder me right now? Because you could. You're so beautiful. I love you. Yep. Like, he doesn't say that. But basically, that's his yeah. energy. Yeah. Invitation to murder. Yeah, you can murder me. I'll take Next on Lifetime. Invitation to murder. Starring Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah. So her friends and family. So she values her friends and family. Like, if they're like her family. And mm-hmm. She values their opinions. And again, he goes, you're so beautiful. I'm so happy they picked you. She's like, aww. And that's hot girl code for, I know, right? <laughs> oh, is it? Girl. Okay, good. That Thanks is. For like, me oh, and you don't like return it? Yeah, it's like, okay. I know, right? Because my cousin, okay. I'll show you a picture of my cousin. My cousin is gorgeous. And she's she does that. Always, people okay. are always like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. So many. Oh my God, oh my God. She's like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> and it's, she's like, I know. Okay. Like right. that's so that's hot girl. Hot girl translator. Or, okay. Yeah. Like, oh I know. Thank mm. you. So she starts her vows and she says that he is her answered prayer and they both have chosen to do something crazy and having to stand across from her at that moment gives her comfort because it tells her that he's a man, he's willing to take a chance on love. So she says this commitment is something she doesn't take lightly. She promises to listen, have patience and understanding. She promises to honor and respect him, but most importantly, value him and put him first. And that he is marrying a woman who is going to be the best wife that she can be and is looking forward to starting this journey. Mm. And he's like, mm, I love it. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to hold your hands. Paper nice. staying in my pockets. <laughs> so he is just like, I'm not even reading. Because he is going off the cuff because he is so... Smitten. He's, he's like, like the script. The heart. He's like the script is just thrown out the window. Like I'm speaking from the heart because mm-hmm. you are so beautiful. I'm speaking with my mm-hmm. penis. Here we go. I don't yep. know where you've been my whole life, <laughs> but I'm filled with joy that you're standing here in front of me today. It's like he's preaching. He's like, I promise to be honest and truthful. I promise to protect you. I promise to keep the spark in a relationship. <laughs> By wow, doing the little this. things that make you happy. <laughs> and then he says something that's a little weird. He's like, and if I had to go back 10 years of dating with trials and failure to become the best version of myself, I would do it again for you. I was like, okay, I kind of get the sentiment, but it's almost saying like, I will bang all those bitches again just to get to you. Dude, slow your roll. My God, <laughs> don't give yeah. it away all at once. Jesus. I can't wait to get old with you and make a lifetime of memories. God brought us to it and he will get us through it and like i did like says, that part amen. I, yes i did like that part yeah that was nice yeah yeah the crowd goes amen yes so he i'm not religious her, in the least but i appreciated that 
But he does ask her if he can kiss her. And he's like, yeah, he can. He does. And the preacher is like still talking. Yeah. He's he's like, like, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? (laughs) (laughs) So they kiss. And of course, he keeps gushing about how gorgeous she is and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then they walk out and he is just on top of the moon. He is just gushing to producers. He is so happy that he's married, that she's gorgeous, she's perfect, she's everything. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then they have their little alone moment in the back, and he's still gushing, and just and she's just smiling awkwardly, kind of like, uh huh, yeah, like wow, you're being a little extra, like yeah, like you me, gotta calm down, dude. She's, it's getting to the point where it becomes uncomfortable for her because he is so like you're so hot, you're so hot. Well, it's like again, he turned into go- a cartoon, and his eyes are bulging out of his face. Going back to my 80s coked up movie reference, not that I'm implying that he's literally on coke, I'm no, not at all. Not. But, like, he's acting that way. Like, yeah, he's he's like, oh all God. over the place. He is acting like a horny wolf who just saw, like, a pork chop. And he's like, Wah, wah, wah. Wow. Okay. His eyes are like, just <laughs> Wait, now let me, let me, hold on. Let me get back to this analogy you just made. Why is the wolf horny? For the because pork chop? Because usually, like, go, yeah, like, if they're hungry. Because there's this one Looney Tunes cartoon that's really famous where it's, like, they're, like, starving He's like a wolf and he's like really hungry and then he sees like a, someone and he thinks that that animal is a pork chop because he's so horny uh, okay. and hungry. So he's okay. like, ah, so, ah. so horny and hungry are interchangeable here. Interchangeable. And this, <laughs> okay. he's hungry for her. I, you know, I, I can kind of relate to that. There's times where I'm like, either food or sex will satisfy me right now. <laughs> Both preferably, but either one would be good. This This is the episode where all cards are out on the table. My bra is off. We are just having a blast. The girls are hanging low. Remember, I lost a lot of weight. They're hanging low. We're having a good time. Right. Somebody was commenting on Lindsay's wedding dress. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in one of these like married at first sight groups, which I don't really like because they get real nasty in there. But they were talking yeah. about her going braless with her wedding dress. I'm thinking if I was going braless with my wedding dress, they would be to my feet. Jesus Christ! Cut the girl a break. Sense. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, okay. mine are okay, but like they're, they're passable. It's passable. It's passable, but come like come on. I mean, <laughs> in a few more years, I'll have to. Put- you know, throw them over my shoulder like a continental soldier, you know? It's Did you ever see the Golden Girls where Blanche is talking about everything sagging and Dorothy says, well, the key to that is you lay on your back and look in the mirror? Yeah. And Blanche tips her head back and looks in the mirror and she goes, oh, God, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show so much. I know. Okay, are we done with them or are we still going? Um, um, Yeah, they pop the champagne and he tells her, like, oh, yeah, he warns her, like, I hope. But you're okay because I'm high energy, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, you are, dude. <laughs> and then he downs the champagne. He doesn't even zip it. He's like, oh, he downs it like a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he tells her, like, when it comes to commitment, I'm going to give you 100% of me. Mm. And I'm like, I can't wait to see this blow up in his face. <laughs> but it's going to be, it's one of those things, it's going to be a car wreck, but it's going to be a hot car wreck. It's going to be fun. I think They're going to they have really have... explosive sex and fights. And fights. That's what I think. Yes. I think it's going to be passionate and also it's going to yes. be jealousy. Because I fear 
that she is a social butterfly. So they keep pointing back because they producers know what they're doing. They sprinkle things in. Yep. He has this alter ego where he's a playboy. She's a social butterfly. She doesn't want, she wants no nonsense. Doesn't want like yep. a flirt. That's who he is in nature. But That's also she's gorgeous and she likes to go out. He's going to mm-hmm. be jealous. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a thing. It's, mm-hmm. I see it now. Anyways. Your check, okay. lady. All right. So we have, I'm going to do, I think I'll do Chris and Alyssa first. Okay. Because we're going to end with Stephen and Noy. Okay. So I don't have a lot for them. So. Chris and Alyssa, a.k.a. April Ludgate from Parks and Rec. (laughs) Uh, Alyssa and her friends are at Winnie's Bridal Boutique. Winnie's. Here's the thing you need to know about Alyssa. She purchased 10 other wedding dresses on her own. Leslie, this is is a warning. This is a red flag. Yeah. So she purchased 10 other wedding dresses on her own in case she can't find anything at this slum dog winnie's <laughs> boutique okay so now we get the Alyssa is a picky bitch montage where she's yeah. telling the camera i'm not high maintenance but you know what it's my wedding and she goes through the whole thing like i don't like that neck i can't have these shoes like, like mm-hmm. the whole thing and then she's like it's my wedding dress i'm gonna be picky and she says she wants a quote rustic country glam vibe mm, there's no such thing no such thing. nope no such thing well, I mean, She's... unless you're Dolly Parton and you're wearing, like, a gorgeous, like, glittery sure. gown. Sure, that's about it. But you it. have to be Dolly to pull it off. Right. And she's no Dolly. She's no Dolly. She's no so Dolly. She so always, she always wanted to live on a farm, and she hopes that uh, Chris, well, her husband-to-be, has a little bit of country in him. And I wrote, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> so Alyssa thinks physical appearance is important, but she has realistic expectations. She thinks there's room to grow attraction, even if it's not there at first. Then she finds her dress again. I mean, these women are all stunning. Yeah, she yeah. she could wear a garbage bag down the aisle. She's gonna look good. It's kind of her dress is very princessy. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a princess vibe, but she's got these gold cowboy boots on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So she believes the person she's going to be with will come from this exper- experience. Meanwhile, Chris's friends are drilling him. Like, is this a leap of faith or a leap of logic? That's not a thing. Okay. That's not a thing. Chris says to them, well, it's kind of based on facts and figures and statistics, so it's a leap of lo- logic. Excuse me. Then Chris tells the camera, look, I just don't like to be lonely, but this is growth. You know, like, I'm changing who I am now. And he makes some weird business analogy that I'm, I'm like, lost halfway through. Guys, it is literally my only task at this moment to cover what this man's saying, and he's bored me to the point where I can't get any of it. <laughs> I feel like how is he going to be? Have somehow chosen a Jose for yourself <laughs> yes, again? Yes. Oh God, he's so weird. If I see a whiteboard, I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit. Do okay. we know his FICO score? <laughs> oh God. So Chris says when he's choosing his suit that he thinks about the cut. The color, the quality. And I just wrote, even his hype men look bored. Like, they need to do this experiment where they switch hype men. Like, give him Olajuwon's hype men who are like, yeah, yeah, you know. Chris then says he's willing to change and grow for her because no matter what happens and whoever she is, his, his rationale for this is that he can't control her. He can only control himself. Mm-hmm. So if something goes wrong, he's going to change himself. This is a terrible plan. 
He's yeah. going to change himself to adapt to that because he can change himself. I, I don't I don't even know what's happening here. We're done with them. Goodbye. Okay. If you, don't, if you could change yourself, then you don't have a sense <laughs> of self. Exactly. I mean, you could work on yourself and compromise, but you're just going to mm-hmm. flat out change exactly who you are for someone yep. else to fit their mold. That's not healthy. Well, and then at one point he says, when she walks down the aisle, I want her to think that's a man who makes good decisions. Based on what? Standing on a fucking reality show? Does that look like a good decision? Like, this is not a good decision. So I don't know where you're going from there. I mean, it's great for us, but come on. Now we have. I'm going to eat these words, Leslie. Please remind me of this. Oh, I will. Steven's kind of like my favorite. Like, I think he's adorable. He's, he's cute. nerdy. Mm-hmm. I kind of like him. I love his family. Yeah. He comes okay. from like a background of people that have gotten, you know, matched up. So Oh, well, and if we didn't know that, we hear it 18 times. Oh, really? I yes. thought I was just informing you of that because I thought that it was something <laughs> that I discovered on my own. And I still think it's baller that in the original photo of his grandparents and their arranged marriage, Grandpa requested his face blurred out. He was like, no, no, I'm cool. <laughs> okay so noi is it like someone famous is it i don't know know. (laughs) noi shows up at the bridal shop to get her dress and she has no idea what kind of dress to get so she tries on like 85 of them which is the right move Mm -hmm. that's what you do she tells the camera she's been ready for marriage since she's a little girl and she's a hopeless romantic and she really believes in this and she really believes in love at first sight now she reminds us of her upbringing that she was a refugee And she said she never had money. She never thought she'd be here trying on these fancy gowns. And she's like getting all emotional. So am I. Okay. Noise Entourage says the fact that her groom is willing to do this, he's like the perfect guy for her. So what I'm getting is she's kind of like spontaneous and adventurous. Yeah, because she has like an alter ego that we see. And I mean, he is too. He got Mm -hmm. in his car and drove around the country for four months. Because he was unemployed, though. We'll see how hey, he takes hey, that. Hey, you take that back. He's adventurous. <laughs> He's adventurous. <laughs> He's between jobs. Yeah. So Noi chooses her gown, and it, it's gorgeous, of course. And she tells the camera that she hopes that her husband will be excited, and she hopes that it's magical and beautiful. Now, I have a production note here. Mm-hmm. These episodes, and this is a very common complaint, are way too long. Mm-hmm. And we should not be on episode like two and we still have two weddings to go. Yeah, it's insane. And the the wasted space is that it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Like they just keep saying the same thing to the camera all the time. Yeah. It's annoying. Okay. So Stephen and his bros are headed to Russo's Tux. Oh, I think it's Russo's. Russo's Tux. And Steven tells the camera he's adventurous and he just got back from a four-month road trip. And what I like about him is you could tell he's kind of proud of that. Yeah. And I like that. Um, so And he's doing this now. And he's like, "Ring, take a drink every time you hear this. Uh, my family has two successful arranged marriages. And da-da-da-da-da. Okay. <laughs> he says he comes from a tight, caring family. Now, he has two bros. I mentioned them last time. One, I just call suit bro, because he's like always in a suit, always dressed really well. The other one I'm going to call D&D, like Dungeons and Dragons bro, because he like totally lives in a basement. He's got real long, like two-tone hair. 
wearing like a weird anime t-shirt that I didn't understand that had like a little cartoon face on some toast or something. Okay, full disclosure. <laughs> you know the shirt you have it, don't you? No, I played D&D during the pandemic with my friends over Zoom. Dude, I play WoW. I'm I was a huge... so depressed. No, I no, had no. to. I'm a huge gamer. It's, uh, it's not a slight in any way. Like he is like my I people. Had... I had never played it before, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sure, let's do it over Zoom. And I'm thinking, oh, no, it's, great. it's like a video game. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. literally someone is telling you, like, yep. your character who you really don't get to see is doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, wait, yep. what? We're using our yep. imaginations for this? I need a visual. Uh-huh. I yeah, play I World like of Warcraft, months. so I get it. I'm a gamer. <laughs> I get it. All right. So his two bros, D&D and Suit, they're there to support him. <laughs> Steven picks out a navy suit. He looks good. Yeah. He looks real, real good. He says, this is the most important first impression he'll ever make. And it's weird that, like, I like him so much because he's totally not my type. But there's something about him. Well, we know your type. You're on Jovi looking husband. (laughs) Take a drink. (laughs) So it's their wedding day, and Steven and Noi make little videos for one another. And Steve. Noi's friends show up, and this is this is almost exactly like the dress shopping scene again. Same conversation with the friends, same talking to the camera from Noi, and I just wrote, Lifetime. Pick one or the other. Give us one of these scenes. We don't need three of them. Oh, my God. This is why the network is called Lifetime, because it takes a lifetime to get through these shows. <laughs> so Noi's mom is there, and she's like, Look, my best advice to you is no one's perfect. Accept one another, deal with it. And Noi Noi reminds us that her parents are an amazing couple and she's looking for that. So D&D bro is all like, what's taking so long, dude? Like when Steven's getting ready. And then Steven emerges and again tells us why he's doing this and about the four month road trip. Like it's seriously, it's bad. Okay. So now they're heading to the venue. Noi looks stunning. She looks so good. The dress is perfect. Steven looks amazing. Steve and his bros all do a group hug. D&D still got the hair, the two-tone hair flapping in the wind. <laughs> and Steve tells the camera, I just got back from a road trip. <laughs> oh, my God. And then this one time, I'm fan camp. Oh, my yeah, God. He says, on this trip, he was completely independent. Now that's about to change. And then he says, but you know what? I need a family. If I need a family, it's what I got to go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. And that's it for them. Yeah. All right. So now we have to do our winners and our losers. Okay. Did Did you prepare? Do you have yours? I mean, I think our winner will be Miss Jasmina. Oh, okay. Because she, like, those vows were outstanding. She was funny. Even though she had a little meltdown before. She was she funny. She totally recovered. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I have as my winner, best man is Lajuan. Uh, he hit the motherfucking jackpot and he knows it. And I appreciate that. (laughs) All right, Leslie. So for your loser, who's going home with the DJ drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you who mine is. I'll tell you who mine is. Okay. Mine is mock the shock because dude looks like he's just like a deer in headlights. Like he does not know. He is terrified. He does not know what's coming at him. He's like, I can't articulate what I'm feeling right now, but it's kind of a sense of terror. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I who's think yours? That 
it would be I actually think that even though I think he's married, Sean, right? The brother, he's not even part oh. of the main cast, but he was oh. just so good. I feel like <laughs> he's gonna be a hot mess and just be insane. <laughs> Was he the drunk one? He might have been. I'll have what to rewatch. Was the drunk one, yeah. He like like he wasn't obviously drunk, but you could tell he was in that that buzz stage where he's like like Lindsay was last week, where he's just real friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. All right. Um. So next time on, we ready? Yeah. All right. Next time on, Olajuwon is questioned by Katina's mother about his intentions. What are your intentions? I thought is this ninety day fiance? Yeah, to be on TV. Uh, Michael is not happy to learn from Jasmina's bridesmaid bridesmaids that she can be very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Buckle up, they tell him. Lindsay's <laughs> oh, Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay slash Jodie Foster is at the head table, pointing to the crowd and saying, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you." And I feel like this is me at every staff meeting I go to at work. <laughs> Just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. uh and then the final two couples get married it's about time we hear a voiceover from Alyssa saying the teeth are so important and then we have a close-up of chris and he has snaggle teeth and she's like i'll bail if he has snaggle teeth i don't know what's happening here (laughs) okay later we see her telling chris there are some things that have been said that don't sit right with me and she Shut gets up and storms off. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's that's our preview for next week. What do you think is the thing that doesn't sit well with her? I have no idea. Maybe she's, like his last relationship was too recent or something. I don't know. She's going to be tough, man. As much as as much as I like hate him. Yeah, as much as I hate to like kind of brand a woman as being difficult. I mean, they're not giving us much room for interpretation here. I mean, her edit is, is painting her to be like, she's not going to like him, like, looks-wise. I'm kind of yeah. over it. Yeah, he's, I don't know, he's just so, he's like a potato. Here we go. <laughs> Another one. Lord. <laughs> By the way, Jachel broke up for good. Did you see that? No. Yeah, what? they're done. They're good. done. And she's, good. like, living her best life. Of course. She's Summer Rachel. Yes. She's she Summer Rachel. Yeah, 100%. So, Leslie, any closing thoughts on this episode? This episode was good, but again, it was really long. And I mm-hmm. think that it's just, they have so much footage that they're just going insane. Yeah, I think this is the only thing I can, you know, I worked in television for a long time on the ad side of it, mm-hmm. sales side of it. This has to be their highest rated show. And by is, make yeah. by making each episode an hour and a half, they get those extra ads in. That's why they have so many episodes. They're really milking it. It's becoming quite obvious. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, the couples are great. I love I love that I almost completely forgot about last season, <laughs> and it's been like a few weeks. I know. I was it's looking so at refreshing. I was looking at our Instagram from last season. I was seeing potato and stuff, and I was just being triggered. Yeah, I was like, what is this? Oh, who are these people? The but... whiteboard. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Having thanks... to eat rice and beans every day. Yes, like every a poor day. poor person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for the support. If you can, please leave us a review. Spotify is now taking reviews. So if you're listening to wow. us on Spotify, leave us a review. Leave a review on Apple. It just helps people find us. We really, really appreciate it. Um... 
what else? Nothing. I think we're done, right? We'll be back yeah, next weekend we'll with next hopefully. Week. I'm telling you right now, if it's just one wedding next week and we have to go into week four, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. I hope not. Jesus I Christ! Hope not. Come on. No. Um. I also, I also in my like dozing off phase last night came up with a better idea for this show. Mm-hmm. I think what they need to do is like set them up. And then at the end of 12 weeks, they decide to get married or not. Ooh, that would be interesting. Wouldn't that be good? Like engaged at first sight. Like, boom, yeah. you're engaged. You have to move in together. And then at the end of 12 weeks, you decide whether or not to get married. Yeah, like you're waiting at the altar. I think it could happen. That's a show. Like the one with the pods, that show. It's like oh, you decide if Love they is were Blind? Gonna... Yeah, Love is Blind, if they're going to show up or not. Yeah. Oh, Cameron and Lauren, right? Yeah. Oh, did you watch that show with Gigi? I did and... watch it. And oh next season is coming in February, I believe, they announced. I would love to cover it. I love that show so much. And of course, because my best friend, Nick Lachey, is in it. Nick Lachey, yes. Yes, Nick Obviously, Lachey. Obviously, I'm Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I would love to cover that with you. Yes, I'm oh, a 98 Degrees show. fan as well, and I met them, and, and we're like, we're Look like totally bronze, like on, you know, the social medias and stuff, because I had stuff on my podcast. Look at you. Yeah, so I love those boys. <laughs> All right, guys. So you can follow us on Six Degrees of Reality TV at Instagram. You can, again, email us. Mm-hmm. Go to our website. It has everything there. Six degrees of reality TV.com. Spell out the six. Um, I'm on Instagram at Amy Watches TV. That's my public Instagram for everybody. Because I, I have a private one that's kind of just for immediate family that I put a lot of my kids' stuff on. I'm kind of yeah. weird about putting my kids on a public yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. be Darcy. Come on, don't do that. Right. No, no, I do not. <laughs> Um, and Leslie, you are at Sinister Girls? Sinister Girls. Like, okay. follow us. This is our 20th year anniversary. Oh, my God. I can't even say it because I don't want to jinx it. But okay. there is a huge, huge I know who it is. act who's going to do my anniversary show. So I'm, like, losing my effing mind. Is so, it yeah. the person you told me? Totally I'm going to write a name on this card. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to hold this, this card is... up and you tell me, am I close? I can't see it. Closer, 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 closer. No. Oh, okay. All right. So no, I can... but their people did, were very, very nice and did say, you know, because... Yeah. Okay. So let me just say it. So I wrote Carol King to be on the pod. <sighs> And I almost died because I freaking love Carol King. And her people were so, so sweet. And they were like, you know, this would be so great. But Carol, she famously does not really do interviews. But thank you for Mm. thinking of her. And it was just so sweet that they even responded. So So. now you know what you've done. You've set us up to think this person better be better than Carol King. (laughs) Okay, so listen. If you're a millennial and you watch TRL... Oh, this boy. would be huge. Oh, That's all okay. I'm gonna say. I'm I know. I know nothing of what that means. Okay. Okay. So then, all right. There good. you go. So, yeah, right over my head. Follow me at Girls, and if you like, please like, um, rate us five stars. Don't give us bad reviews because I, I want people to. I want to get verified this year. That's the goal for that would be the cool. 20th anniversary to finally get verified because we've had so many celebrities on there. We've had Joan Jett. We've had Dolly Parton. We had Tiffany. Hello. Are you trying to get verified on Instagram? On Instagram, yeah. So we need to call up the Zuck. 
not not Tim Apple, but the Zuck. Not Tim Apple. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Find us on Instagram. Email us. We'll read them on the air if we like them. You know, if you got something funny to say, let us hear it. We'll do some feedback. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Leslie. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.